0: Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 776. And today we're going to be diving into the repressive and reactive nature of the shadow of Genki 53, which is immaturity. The repressive nature is solemn and the reactive nature is fickle. These are um, the first and second chakras. I'm sorry. The, the second and third chakras, second and third seals, of the kundalini energy rising through the spine, and uh, you can also see it in the Kabbalah, right? Uh, you can see it in um, alchemy and the Tarot. Everywhere is is the energy of um of the swinging of uh, polarity. We do not have polarity. Um, Past beyond the fourth heaven, there's only polarity in physical reality in uh, lower infrared. What we call the astral plane, there's polarity in the first heaven, which is the you know the the light you know, um, which is the third um, seal, third chakra, and then after that we have infrared. uh, I'm sorry, um, violet blue, which the polarity finally finds its Ouroboros, right? That snake eating its own tail. We have that one hole because the cycle has been completed and uh, we have balanced male-female polarities. We have balanced the victim and the tyrant. And the only way to do that is through experience. Experience through lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. But this is what we experience here, this, uh, you know, swinging from the victim to the tyrant, from the victim to the tyrant inside of us, from the repressive nature to the reactive nature, from the repressive nature to the reactive nature. Uh, People get stuck. People that get stuck in the second seal and uh, repressive nature, um, uh, you could get stuck there for a whole lifetime because it's like, um, like um, it's a seal. Right? That's probably the best example of a seal. If you're thinking about a seal, what is it sealing? It makes me think about the stuff that you put on the windows. Um, <laughs> that uh, kind of like seal kind of goop that seals all environment from the inside of the room to the outside. You're sealing. And so that's how I see the repressive nature. You're sealed from life on the inside. Um, and if we're talking about... We're looking at this shadow of immaturity... Because remember, the, this whole thing... This whole jinkies thing is the same thing. 64 different entry points... Uh, points of observation to understand one thing... Which is the movement from fear... To love... To enlightenment. That's it. Which is the shadow... You know... The personality... The fear... Right? Through the path of the gift... Which is love is the way. It's the answer to every question. It's the only reason and purpose for life. And then fulfillment gets achieved as you go through the path of love. um, Understanding what does it mean, right? What does it truly mean? And then at some point you reach the point, the end with uh, you don't need anything. Because you're fulfilled. And then the door opens up. And now you can let go. It's not that you can't let go. It, it happens. At that point, everything gets dissolved and you're back home. Uh, or you're beginning the path back home. Like, you know, many of these gurus, once they reach this city, city state, this divine gift, right? Um, it could be lifetimes that they're stuck in, in you know, in, in in one thought of like, oh, and they're just sitting under the tree or with, a, you know, thousands of, Followers, but they're still just processing that moment, so it's not like you know, but but they're pretty close, and they might even come back a few lifetimes. Uh, and you know, but it's not like they have to do a ten and a half million lifetimes to get there. And if you're there two or three, it might even happen on that lifetime, you know, so they're pretty close. Um, I call it um, opening the door. The, you know turning the knob of the door and opening that door into the 64 um, door room and uh, once you enter then everything's gone the door is gone the, the path is gone the, the world is gone the, the personnel everything's gone and there's only just the presence the presence of the present the present you are the present and the present is life. And uh, we we keep observing this from the outside because you know you can't talk about this stuff. We're just dabba 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 dabbarding about it. You <laughs> know, it's like this is our stuff. This is stuff we can't talk about it, but we can observe it. And so this is the work we're doing here. And so, but the work that we can do is become conscious, become aware, become present, and and learn how to command our attention, realize the truth. Of who we are and who we are not. And, and all of that stuff enables us to open our heart and live a real life that is full of fulfillment. A fulfilled real life is a life where we have discovered our ability to love and to experience love. And when you live in love, which is the uh, ultimate allowing of all of life—allowing of yourself, allowing of everyone and everything—and and 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 to truly understand what that means, you know, in, in a place where you go like, well, allowing myself meaning I'm seeing that motherfucker there beating the shit out of that other, and I am allowing myself is saying, I'm going to stop that. But are you imposing on their free will by trying to impose that? You see, this is where we get into this kind of like, what was first, the chicken or the egg, right? But when you listen to your heart, you know the truth. And that truth evolves with you through your experiences. Every single time you follow that inner drive, you, you're on the right track. You're, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And you're going to do a bunch of those. And at some point, you might just be sitting on a starship looking at a whole planet about to, you know, throw atomic bombs to each other. And you go like, well, maybe it's okay for we to let them do that, you know, so that they can fucking learn. Imagine that. And we're looking at, for example, um, what was happened um the, the, the Dead Sea, right? Um, um, this um, Sodom and Gomorrah, right? This These um, cities. That were uh, at that point they were making it. Um, uh, uh, it was I think it was some something had something to do with them. Um, they had to they had to have sex with uh, monkeys uh, as 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 a r- rite of passage. It was it was and they were the monkeys now had a disease or something and it had to turn into their DNA and now they were all like altering the DNA. They were, they were fucking up um, something really serious. Um, but it was now a religion. They were getting. Um, it wasn't just a fad, you know. Okay, you fucked the monkey for a little bit, you know. No, it was it was a thing, and so you know. I mean, at some point, the council said, "Well, we gotta just you know end that genetic line right now uh, because it's going to destroy the entire experiment of the Earth uh, eventually." That that parasite, whatever it is, I don't know. I don't I don't understand that level of you know, genetics, right? Um, but boom. Laser right there, boom, destroy the entire whole thing, turn it into salt, right? Well, you have that now, we have the Dead Sea, right? Which is like there's so much salt. How did that salt got there? Oh, it's because of the evolution of the geological eras and the salt. And Look at it back. And so, when we learn how to use our consciousness to travel through time and we truly do our research, things start making sense, you know? What is love? What is allowing and to which level do we get to a point that we stand up and say, fuck these vaccines, fuck these, you know, central bank digital currencies. What is love? What is to stand? What is to be present? What is to live a life, a real life? And also um, allowing all of this understanding so that we can get to a point where we're ready to dissolve the personality. And then we go to the next level of reality. And so it's very important that we understand um, these repressive and reactive natures of of every shadow when we're using this tool, these jinkies, because they're they're very useful tools for us to fine-tune our understanding of reality when we're looking at uh, our lives and our experiences. And I always talk about this reactive nature, right? Easiest to see. It's going to piss you off. And that's so good if you become good at picking that up, which is, it's a thing in itself. But it's, it's fantastic because you can use it. You can use it very fast. If you're stuck in the repressive nature, um, you're in a loop. And uh, it's very, very challenging to get through that one. But we're going to dive into that today, And uh, but before we dive into that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.tv, that's jour uh, TV. that's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, we have this uh, menu with five links. One of them says, Jinkies, click on that one, and that will take you to episode 256. And... Um, listen to that episode that'll get you started with how we're using this tool it's a tool do not put the messenger on a pedestal don't put the teacher or the guru we are past that shit we keep doing that we keep being like fucking monkeys next time we we want to be fucking the guru and the guru doesn't want to fuck us and now we're back on the, the same loop look at history I, I know, I know, I can be like, my God, this guy, is like, really, she's like talking a lot about fucking, you know? But it is the way it is. Call it by its name. You have, we have to, um, in order for us to evolve to the next reality, we need to have the courage to look at things the way they are, to call it by their names, and to stop putting um, people on pedestals gurus and teachers we are each one of us it's a direct connection to god we are a direct connection to the multiverse all that you need is within you we are using these tools this this paths this religions this uh, you know studies and at some point you stop it once you know it you understand it then you move on right and that's it it's like a hammer. You use a hammer to hammer on the nail into the wall. And when you're done, you put it away. You don't want to put the hammer on a freaking pedestal and put candles and sage and start singing kumbaya to the fucking hammer. Oh, holy hammer, forgive me, me the nailing on the wall. That's what we do. You go to India, it's packed with that shit. You go to New York, you go to L.A., and it's packed with that shit. Sedona. Everywhere. And what does that give us? Um, that is a phase of the evolution of humanity, which is important. Um, but at some point, you, you stop it. You s- stop it. Stop it and you start respecting yourself. You are the path and the bridge and the connection. And the more you listen to that and realize, and this is probably the most important uh, jump, in evolution, and we're gonna to get to that on Jinky fifty-five. When we're getting to that Jinky, um, we're almost there. We're gonna be going through this fifty-three, and then fifty-four, which is the programming partner of this fifty-three, and then we're gonna spend a lot of time with that Jinky fifty-five, um, which is this this jump in consciousness. We're gonna be starting that. Um, how civilization? Finally realizes that because we are at at the precipice right now, all of civilization, people are building this technological, you know, abomination, you know, that they're trying to make some sort of bridge that keeps going into the abyss on top of the abyss. But there's no foundation at some point that thing's going to collapse. Right. Oh, no, we have the calculations. It's all going to work. Where is he going? There's no land. We need to fly in order to go to the future. What is the flying? Is love. Unconditional love because of love. Not because you're going to get love or because you're going to get people to do what you want or they're going to give you what you want or you're going to get anything. The reward is the love that you choose to experience and give. Because you choose to experience and give, and that is the movement from the shadow to the gift, and it's it's wonderful because alive with love in your heart, it's it. And, and now it, it doesn't matter. You could you could just you know spend your whole life sitting on a you know, on a field, and there's gonna be adventure adventures untold because because of that perspective of from that vantage point of, of observing. And experiencing that love for all of life, you, you're going to see so much vibrant. It's an adventure. It's it's everything is beautiful. Everything has purpose. Everything is profound. Anything you take on, it just gives you so much life. And it keeps expanding exponential. Now you are flying into God, back into God. ...you know... ...and so... ...but... ...you have to let go of everything... ...let go of wanting... ...and needing... ...and demanding... ...anyone to give you anything... ...you know... ...and, and, and in order for us to get to that... ...we need to be incredibly fucking honest... ...you know... ...if, you, if you're if thinking your your organization... ...because you're so fucking enlightened... ...that you're creating synergy... ...and everybody's like... ...oh we're singing Kumbaya... ...no... It's hierarchy. You're still making hierarchy. But if you're aware that that is happening instead of your own head trip, and we've been talking about all of this throughout this whole shadow of this jinky, that's the immaturity, right? Looking at life from the outside in, expecting to get stuff. Then fooling yourself that you're not where you are. You know, not taking responsibility for your attention. Because you, we're going back to the root, right? Okay, yeah, oh, but know, you got to take responsibility for your actions. Absolutely. But where those, those those actions come from, there's a trail. They come from your um, a specific presence in a certain area of physical reality and, and consciousness. And it's because your attention is there. And just just test it for a second. Think about feeling like shit about something for a second. It's really sticky stuff. You you go there for a second, and now you're there, and then you're like, oh my god, I love Simon. It keeps going down that you know downward spiral, and now you are a beacon of that nastiness, frequency wise. But if instead of that, you consciously choose to put your attention, and there is no reason. Anywhere in the universe for you to not do that. Now, there are habits and there's like, you know, conditional genetic um, buildups so that we have a certain propensity so that we can focus our attention in a certain area of the multiverse, right? That's what we call these hologenetic profiles. But that's why I call them the entry point, because I don't believe you're stuck in your hologenetic profile. And that's the one thing. If you go to episode 256, you'll see that a link there that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. When you click on that link, that'll take you to the Gene Keys website where you can download this profile. It's a tool. It's a a map that gets you started with a layout of your um, your. Your map of this lifetime in this body that you're writing right now, uh, but but it's not you know the ultimate thing, and I love that because you know the moment you put yourself in a in a box, well I'm a Pisces, I am a Virgo, you know, and maybe you are, you know, but if you don't want to, you you don't have to. You know? oh I I have you know I'm a five one on the human design. And, you know, I am, um, you know, a debater on the mayor's brig, you know, a uh, no, number nine peacemaker on the Enneagram, right? The moment you put yourself on a box, you, where's your attention? You're there. And it's true and it's real. But the moment you move your attention somewhere else, at the beginning, it might not be very right on because it's a little bit nebulous. But you hone that attention like a laser wherever the fuck you want to put it. And the clouds would part open and you're going to pierce another part of the multiverse. And now you're there. This is how we travel multidimensionally. So gain the wisdom from every one of these stages, these rooms of of reality, wherever you put your attention, but do not buy... Into the this is me thing. Because then this is you. And now you're there. And it's good for a second, you know, to be that, right? I'm the musician. Or I am the, you know, lawyer. Or I am the social worker. Or I am the husband or the wife or the mom. You know, all of that is beautiful. But you're more than that. Because you are the attention of God. And so if you can play that character with dignity... And, and, and make, a, make a great story out of it. And simultaneously be aware that you are the entire of the multiverse simultaneously all over the place. And have the humility to say, I am having this experience because I am, I am the eye of God. Just like every single everybody else is the eye of God. And I am providing my experience to the whole. A W H O L not at all <laughs> experience of the whole right? Um, and that is incredibly beautiful because then you can have an amazing experience of a life. You don't get stuck in these head trips of everybody saying, Well, I know what the truth is. Good for you. But you should believe it too. Fuck that. Why are you saying that? Because I'm a free, and this is where we're going with Jinky55, what is freedom? Freedom! (laughs) I am free because I have been given free will, the the ability to position my attention. So on that page, episode 256, you're going to see tons of links and an index, and you're going to see charts and everything to learn how to use this tool. Uh, there's this great uh, couple charts, the um, vaporizing the victim, the victim patterns and the dilemmas of the victim. Because our work is on the shadow, the one thing we can actually do is look at our fears and love them. Love our fears. Sounds pretty counterintuitive. Not because we want to become better people, but because we have chosen Love. Very completely different thing. You could say, well, it's the same thing. No, it's not. Trying to become better people is a trap of this, you know, personal development in the new age industry that tries to keep you on a fucking hamster wheel for all eternity. I'm like a fucking hamster, you know, I'm going to be good enough tomorrow when I'm less fat. I'm going to be good tomorrow, tomorrow when, you know, when when I'm a better person. And then now you want to, you know, suddenly you have this like weird feeling for that fucker over there. And now, oh my God, you're beating yourself up. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. When you're aware that that shit comes from the beginning of this multiverse because of the nature of the design of the building structure of this multiverse. You're like, oh, that's what we're doing here. We're playing the I'm not good enough in order for us to see what we can come up with at. And it's beautiful, the stuff we're coming out with at. This is the cutting edge of, the multi- of all multiverses. We are epic. It's, it's glorious. But when we forget that that's what we're doing, that's when everything gets weird. But if we're aware of, and this is where we're going to dive into do, um, you know, specific technique, right? The reactive and the repressive nature, how to recognize from this angle of this Jinky 53, um, how do we catch this inside of us? And with, spe- specifically in our experiences, daily experiences. So all of that information is there in episode 256. You want to learn more about planet Homemaking, join.tv Pearl Planet. You want to learn more about me, click on the about page, listen to episode one. Very important and a very physical, very basic human earth level. We are at a place where we are, our civilization is uh, taking two paths, right? One is going to live inside of a server like the Matrix. Eventually they're going to become cyborgs. And they're gonna go out on a fifty thousand uh, journey of suffering, and it's already happening with a lot of people. And then there's uh, us, you know, that we're saying, "Fuck that!" I'm going to organically evolve. I choose love. I choose um, truth, and and just to be real, I, I'm I'm real, and to understand who we are, and we're we're going home, which is. Um, a completely new experience of the multiverse, probably a new multiverse, one where we're going to be able to listen to the singing of flowers, you know, and uh, <laughs> have a whole complete DNA connection to everything because your heart is up and now the possibilities are endless. You're intertwined, but it's we're not just flat, you know, gray aliens that can only listen to, you know, blocks of mental masturbation you know no we can listen with the heart listen with the dna a type of telepathy that is beyond anything it's we're like that's why we get a lot of these superhero movies and 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 myths and everybody's into that because we can see it it's coming this is our future And it's not that these people going to live in the Terminator days are going to not experience that. But it's going to take them a while. They're going on a wild goose chase out there into another universe. 50,000 years later, they'll come back and and say, Fuck, man! Why didn't you tell me that I was going there? I did! God damn it, I did! And you said I was crazy. I was a crazy hippie. (laughs) But we're all the children of God and... And God is all of experience. So there is, everybody's going to where they belong. And there's also another, you know, I see many timelines and there's another timeline when they, and we are developing um, 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 an antidote for these bioweapon vaccines that uh, most of, a lot of the population have been, have chosen to inject themselves with. In order to start mutating their DNA. And they keep wanting to fucking shove this shit on everybody. They want to put it on mosquitoes and everywhere. They want to put it on the food now. But nothing can happen to you that you do not consciously choose or unconsciously choose. Most of these people are, are, are sleeping and giving their power away when you say, Fuck that! It is fuck that! And it's not going to touch you. Because you're on another timeline, you know. And you got to learn how to say that, you know. It's in it's, a moment you're cutting reality, making a decision. You're caught another timeline. And now you're in a different parallel universe. Changes everything. So let's dive into this repressive nature and reactive nature of this shadow of Jinky 53. What uh, um, Richard Rod says. This repressive nature of the shadow of immaturity is being slammed. When the incredible vital energy to begin new things is repressed. This is the repression of the second seal because of fear. This fear makes you like st- you're, you're stuck. Terrified, Right? And it creates a very solemn human being. These people usually become fixed into a single activity their whole lives. And it kind of gives me this idea of this kind of gray person, you know, operating a hotel, you know, the Bates Motel (laughs) somewhere in the middle of America, you know, just like, or the person that just goes to the fucking cubicle. Just doing the same fucking, pushing the same button on that same, you know, um, blue color, um machine, industrial, you know, pulling the same lever year after year after year after year. And that's obviously I'm being very kind of just generalized because cause it's everywhere. It could be the same person, the same thing with a lawyer or a or, uh, or somebody who's, a, you know, even a multimillionaire, you know. It doesn't matter whether you're a hobo or you have lost. Because of fear, You, the only place you find yourself, um, somehow some semblance of sanity, I guess, is continuing that same thing. It gives you some kind of rot. And in, in the brain, it creates literally a, a neural pathway, so you are in a safe place that you know it exists. Nobody's gonna come behind the, the, the wall and start beating on you because this is um it's the consequence obviously at the very core of the sacred wound, but they've um you know coupled by who knows lifetimes of of some serious heavy stuff. And we've all been through all this stuff through lifetimes and lifetimes, so it's not like you know. You know, if you have joy in your heart now, it's it it means you've already been through the sadness. You cannot just be truly joyful, not naive. Um, uh, you know, this um, weird, crazy—it's not really even happiness. It's some kind of weird crap, creepy um, <clears throat> kind of like abuse of power and stuff like that that give people this laughter. That it's—it's it's not that. That it's that it's um that is very very basic stuff. If you truly have joy, you've already been through lifetimes of this stuck on this repressive nature. So these people usually become fixed into a single activity their whole lives. There's a deep sense of sadness in such people as though they might implode at any moment. It takes an enormous pressure to be serious in life. In that trip, it does Because our natural state of being, and you can see it on children, you know, they're just going all over the place because they don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about them. We become so serious because now they're going to be talking about us. They're going to be pointing fingers and they're going to put him in a box and now they're going to say, you're this or you're that. Who gives a fuck? Are they going to die for you? But it's almost like that, you know, we're so, so and we, and, and it's almost like we, these prisons exist within ourselves. We carry them around. And we go through life in places, in situations. Cause, cause, because we've been chastised, because we've been relegated, because we've been pushed aside. In social situations, in businesses, in work, the, the whole world, the way it operates, it's It's shit all of it is shit how the fucking hierarchical system is, is running the government the, the, you know go, you mostly go to every adult meeting and just people sitting down there are bubbling around you know next to each other you know and in certain places where there's you know fun people they might be open up and it's a little bit and then they let it out and then they contain it back again because if you do too much then they're going to be looking at you like well why, why are you are you high on fucking coke or what are you drunk I'm filled with life. Thank you very much. And um, But if you truly are, it shows and it disrupts the status quo of, of the basic flat reality. You come in and you let that light of creation flow through you. And oh my God, wherever you go, it's like if people are going to be like, what the fuck just happened? because they're not used to that. And, and and how beautiful is that, right? To bring that energy. But, solemn people would not let you get away with that because now you're disturbing the... Bo- <laughs> Probably they won't even do anything. They're just going to be just freaking out in their solemnness. And you, you feel like they might implode at any moment. It takes an enormous pressure to be serious in life. And it betrays a vast unconscious reservoir of fear. And it's, this is kind of like these are the opportunities for us. If you have chosen the path of love because of love itself. Not because you're going to get anything. Not because people are going to like you. Not because they're going to say, oh, he's a loving motherfucker over there. You know, because you chose love. End of story. If you have chosen that. It's it's a path, right? It's it's the path of the gift. Every moment, right? With every one of this, this tool we're using here with the Jinkies. Um, you have an opportunity here to look at this. When you look at that, then you go like, oh my God. There they are. Solemn. Right? And you can feel that fear. And it's not for you to go and try to change them. Or try to, you know, show off and say, look, there's love here. That is, uh -uh. feel that love in your heart. Look at God in them. Even from far away. Sometimes you even have to be far away because these people, some of these people are radioactive, you know. (laughs) But you feel it inside of yourself. You don't look at a salam person. You're looking at God. And God is forever, at eternity. What is 100 years of this lifetime of somebody stuck? It's, it's a certain experience that God is choosing from that point of attention. And it's, it's enriching the entire of the whole. Be grateful for that. Thank you, brother, sister, that you are going through this shit for all of us. Wow. And if you truly feel it in your heart they're going to feel it and go like oh like oh fuck where did that came from there's there's love and i tell you love is the wild card when it shows up magic magic happens so um so these people also find it near impossible to embrace new things in life they try to hang on to um to control by keeping everything exactly as it is. And I've seen parts of this in myself. And you probably, have, if maybe you've seen that in yourself. You know, you're like, well, don't don't, don't rock the boat, you know. Watch it if you can. Because re- remember, some people are fully stuck on this reactive or repressive nature. But most of us um, are swing back and forth. When we're in the shadow, we're not just one, but we come back and forth. Let's say we're working with this drinky 53, right? Look when you're in, in the second seal, in the shadow of the repressive nature, you're, you're, you're repressing your, you're your, your repressing God, the self, you're, you're repressing your self-expression, right? And then when we go to the third seal, the reactive nature, we'll talk about it in a second, that is, you know, awareness of that repression, now you're pissed, right? Um, be aware Oh, fuck, I'm doing it again. Even though you might be stuck, you might not be able to change it or whatever. But you're seeing it. And now that you're, you're becoming aware, you're getting one step closer. We're moving. We're making progress. Even though when you're in the shadow, you always never believe that you're making progress, but you are. If you can become aware of it. <laughs> so look for these things. When do you want to control Hang on to control by keeping ex- exactly everything how it is. Look for that. Those, these are hints. Because life is a flow, life is a constant change, you will keep going forever. You know, are you flowing with with, with life? And it's not, it's not saying that you're going you're doing it because you want to be a better person, you're doing it because you're choosing love, because you want to experience fulfillment. Because this kind of stuff holds you back from truly living. And so we become aware of this. Where are you trying to keep control? Hang on to control, control. To keep everything exactly as it is. To which degree? Because this is like all the way down to that second, you know, lower infrared, second seal, right? Um, Repressive nature. But it kind of keeps going up because it's like little octaves within that frequency and it just go higher infrared and stuff. Eventually, it'll it'll reach the reactive nature on the third seal. Um, So it's not necessarily like, you know, everything in your life, you're trying to absolute control everything, although that does exist. But to which degree? Are You want to have absolute control over your children? And we, that's probably one of the biggest things that, that parents experience all the time. It's a great lesson. That's why we um, that's why we become parents, right? Because it's a fantastic lesson. Um, but see it in your life, see it in your relationship, see it in your work. Look for that thing. Ask yourself, oh, why do I want to keep control of everything just to remain it like it is? Breathe that in and accept it. Yes, I'm doing that and it's okay. Boom, that's the power of love right there. You accepted it. And this is the big thing that everybody's trying to do. You realize some of this shit and you're like, oh my God, it's shit, clean it up, clean it up, get out of the house. No, you take that shit, put it inside of your heart and say, I love my little shit. Oh, my little shit. Because God loves that little shit. Why? Because it isn't shit. It's a seed. It's turning to shit because it's rotting. You know, it's, it's not being put in the soil of, 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 of life. It's just sitting there fermenting. Turning eventually, these some of these shadows turn into fucking monsters of Shit. And, and we got, you know, at a global level, we got a few of them right now. But, um, but you hug that thing and love that thing. My control, oh, it's okay. It's okay to be a fucking control freak. It's okay. It's okay to be solemn. It's okay. It's fucking okay. Not only okay, it's loved by God. Because without that experience, we wouldn't have that. Without the seed, we wouldn't have... Something where everything flows from the beginning of life. You need a foundation, and the foundation is shit. You see it right out there in nature. How those, um, um, how those um, plants grow? They need, um, they need what's it called? Uh, manure. Which is coming back full full circle, because then you know that turns into grass, and then the, the you know the cow goes eat the, the grass, and then chews it a million times and regurgitates, and then eventually turns it into shit, comes out of his ass, goes, and it fertilizes, fertilizes the fields. Ah. <laughs> I mean, that is nature teaching you what life is. We don't want to look at our shit because we're so afraid. We want to be so fucking perfect. That's why we're so solemn. We're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. But when you take that and love it and say it's okay. Not only is it okay. It's 100% loved by God. Whatever it is that you are, you are you are loved by God. Because that's your job to do that. You're doing your job. Whatever it is you're doing, you're doing your job. We're all doing our job. And then you choose love and boom, that is the power. Because what's going to happen is that shit there like says, oh my God, I'm loved. I, I'm worthy of love, even though I'm shit. Yes, you are. Because you're God. Everything is God. There's nothing, even that we, what we call shit. Because this entire multiverse is shit. The shit of the previous multiverse where they were saying, don't touch that. That's radioactive shit. And then here we went into the shit. And look at what we've done. Look at what we're doing here. What an amazing adventure. Because, and here's, here's the only answer, the only way out. You'll hog that thing. And, and obviously, you know, if you're really stuck on the repressive nature, you might need a fucking car crash or a big, big, big fucking, you know, kick in the teeth. I'm sorry. But it's heavy when you're really stuck. And I'm talking about just people really stuck in the second seal. When you go back and forth, that's not so easy. So that's what I'm saying, you know, you have the ability to become aware. If you cannot even become aware of it, then you're probably not even um, listening to me right now. Because you have, you're really stuck. You haven't even been able to find this stuff or allow this stuff to find you. But, um, so... Such people do not cope at all well with change and it tends to drive them even deeper inside themselves where they wall themselves off from the world. These people often end their lives with a great sorrow surrounding them. Isolation. It's very sad because of fear. And everybody's, everybody's to a certain degree is living their lives in isolation. You see it even, even more insidious now. Because the people sit down, you go to a restaurant, there's sit-down families, complete families. The dad, the mom, the kids, and they'll pull the fucking phones out, and they're not talking to each other. And it breaks my heart when I see that. And I see that a lot, all over the place. Because... They don't, talk, they don't they're not connecting they're not having fun. The whole purpose of having a family is so that you can work together in your in your shit so that you can learn how to love it's not easy that's why you, you'd rather look at the fucking phone but fast forward 20 40 years and you're still looking looking into the phone or whatever the equivalent of is you know where you could have had a lot of fun and why not because we're here why would you spend your life in isolation because we're afraid and i'm not saying this is something that you you know you change in 20 minutes but if you start putting your attention there and you start downloading information from the source and you start willing intending on love love that Whatever it is, oh my God, I feel like shit. I feel like I'm this or that. Now you're aware, you're moving, you're making that transition, right? And it changes everything. And like I said, you know, if, you, if you're if you a truly, you know, deep down in that repressive nature, um, sometimes you need that, you know, fucking cancer or, or some fucking thing that really is going to throw you off. I'm not saying that that's what needs to happen, but it's usually... Cause at some point, you know, one day you've been doing the, the you know, the, the woman's been or the man's been, you know, making the, 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 the table from one side to the other, you know, and something catastrophic happens. That next day he start doing the table from the other side, and he realizes, oh my god, great, you know, great movie. Um, the um, as good as it gets. This is a classic. One of my favorite movies ever, if you haven't seen it uh, Jack Nicholson, uh, Helen Hunt, and Greg Kinnear. And uh, it's about uh, um, um, <laughs> a romance noble writer that it's, uh, he's a pain in the ass. He's an asshole, you know, because he's incredibly afraid of love. But he, he craves love with all his being because he's writing about it, right? But he's obsessive compulsive, and that's his protection from the world. Right? So he's learned how to protect himself and, and, and dish out before anybody comes and try to hurt him. This is a great example. If you haven't seen this movie, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. As good as it gets, it's from the 90s. So let's dive down into this reactive nature of fickle. The reactive side of the 53rd shadow never sits still. Long enough to allow a person to evolve. Just like any other shadow. You know, this one particularly, it's just, you know, new beginning, a new beginning, new beginning. Why? Because you want to cut it off before it gets to be something. Um, You're kind of like, you got that spark out of that stalk of immaturity. Because remember, we're talking about the shadow of immaturity before you actually... um, You're expressing something, you are actually building something. You just, you just, you're kind of just keeping yourself above water, a little bit of breath, create a new something, be something, it's fun for a second, and then now people are starting to become like this get out of here, get out of here, boom, fickle. You you stop showing up. Maybe you never even showed up in the first place, right? So instead of of this they move from one thing to the next without following through with anything these people are always beginning new things but without any sense of commitment in develop them any further the only reason such people begin something new the only reason is to escape their greatest fear of being trapped in a cycle in which they might have to face themselves. And what is that facing, that fear? Right? The same as the repressive nature. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of love. At the very core of all our problems, we don't want to see that. Because the answer you think is, it's true. I'm not good enough. Right? You live with that shit. We all do. But it's bullshit. Because you're here. Yeah, you could say, well, world sucks, you know. Why would they give you good stuff? You're a piece of shit. No, you're not. Nobody is. That's what, you know, they thought before we came here. But here we are. And we've had an adventure. Because that's what we wanted, an adventure. And we're still having this adventure... But how are you going to have your adventure if you never finish stuff? If you truly have this shadow and you've really seen it in your life, how do you... Do you finish stuff? Do you show up for things for your life? Right? Ironically, um, these people do... Remain trapped in a repetitive cycle of beginnings that led nowhere. So it's another sort of trap, like you think you are finding an exit out of this stress, this this um, 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 this suppression, this this sap of life. You know, because now you're pissed. You're like, fuck. This is the reactive nature. But now, because you're not really going for love, and what is love? It's truly opening your heart, taking that next step, dealing with whatever needs to be dealt with, and moment after moment after moment. And then you create something. You are now living. But no, it's this, you know, have one relationship that lasts a week, and then another one that lasts, you know, three weeks, and then... Or you you change jobs, or you start this project here, that project never goes anywhere. The lives of such people may look exciting at times, but they they lack any real depth or fulfillment. If you're in the shadow, there will be no fulfillment. There's no fulfillment in the shadow. There's just um, um, drug high. Like, you know, drinking or, you know, cocaine or whatever. It's the same thing. You get a little heist, little pleasure, you know, little orgasm for a second, you know, and then, and then you, you crash, you know. Ups and downs, pain and pleasure for seconds. But there's no fulfillment. Fulfillment's a whole other level. It's truly experiencing life, feeling in your DNA, Right? So the reactive nature is about the unconscious expression of one's fear as anger. That's a great sentence right there. The unconscious expression, because it's being expressed by you being fickle, of one's fear as anger. So it's always this reactive nature comes as anger. So it's if like, let's say you make an appointment, somebody doesn't show up. That was an aggression. Because they didn't call you. They, they are unconsciously expressing their anger. And you just happen to be the recipient. Because you don't even have to do nothing to do with that shit. That's their shit. That's the fickle, Right there. Or they need to, to, to do something. You agree to do something. They don't do it. And so. Because these people are not honest in who they are. They trigger angry reactions wherever they go further justifying their urge to be fickle. And they go like, oh, these fuckers. That's, you know. Look, that's why I wouldn't have done that with them, because they're assholes, right? So you are projecting that's what you have inside, and so this is where it happens. And this is the one thing that I see, um, it's much easier, in my opinion, um, than the repressive nature, to recognize it and, and shift it. Because if you pay attention... Uh, um your experiences with other people will show you your shadows and in my experience um it's it's kind of very simple is if they piss you off it's it, it's the, it's your shadow that they're mirroring Wh- whatever they're doing it doesn't matter it, it, whatever the people are doing has nothing to do with you even though it might have to do with whatever you're doing an appointment or a job or a business or whatever. Why is it pissing you off? Why is it pissing you off? And that is where we observe. Oh my God. Okay. <coughs> and um, But this one in particular also is that reaction of dishonesty. Because it's unconscious. This fear within ourselves. So we're just dishing it out like, you know, candies. And how does it come out? by being fickle. In our relationships, here are an experience, and then people are like, but why are you doing this stuff? You don't even have an answer because it's unconscious. So you become reactive at that point and say, fuck you, you know, why are you telling me this? You will control me or whatever, you know? It's sad. Only true people that are committed to their growth would listen actually and say, oh my God, you know, you may be true. Or you know what, I'm not going to say anything, but I listen. And so you don't necessarily want to wait until somebody tells you this stuff or wait for somebody to actually give you that energy. <laughs> just listen, learn, make the commitment that you're going to listen. And, and that's why the hologenetic profile is incredibly useful if you're just starting with this work, because you have only 11 gene keys. You're going through life. And if you happen to experience something that truly pisses you off, look at your chart and say, how does this equate to any of this? And then look at the reactive natures of, of each one of these um, shadows. Um, do they come in? Do they show in the Hold on. Um, I th- I th- no, you know. So um, you you might want to download um, it's on on jinky um on my on, on TV in the episode two hundred fifty six. There's a chart called the Spectrum of Consciousness, which which has the sixty four jinkies, and it tells you what the re, re, um, the um, the reactive and the repre- the repress and reactive natures of each shadow of each jinky and the gift and the city of all the 64 jinkies so get that chart it's always there <laughs> and so and so you you look at that and you go like and then you contemplate that because that's the work we're doing here the art of contemplation you might want to get that book by uh, richard rudd really good one um contemplate that why is this motherfucker pissing me off why is he pissing me off why? Because it doesn't matter what is happening. The fact is that it's pissing you off. You are the one who's pissed. Whatever happens, for whatever reason, whatever the story is, it doesn't matter. What matters is the energy. And that's actually, angry. anger is actually good because it's it's already activated. It's not repressed. Like the repressed nature is stagnant energy, suppressed, it's... it's, 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 it's You have to wake it up, right? This is already active. It's energy, right? So if you are able to um, find um, that within you, because it's, it's anger within you and feel it fully, it'll turn into tears and it'll turn into love. And you'll go like, fuck, man, I don't love myself. Because of this or that, and then you're gonna find the specifics because this is how you win, you're going to, this is how you truly heal. We're talking, all we're talking about here is jibi jaba, joba jaba, like, la la. It doesn't matter. These are, these are, we're dancing around the fucking tree, right? But when you have your contemplation and you look into your life and you get the specifics, that moment with your mother, with your daughter, with your you know partner, whatever. Th- that conversation, that moment where the energy got <clears throat> kind of clenched. Or at some point, you might even have like downloads from other lifetimes, which doesn't really matter because that stuff usually gets repeated through the first 21 years when you land in this reality. So, but then you start getting, and then when you get that click, You suddenly realize, oh my God, oh my God. And then you embrace that. It's the same thing. You embrace that asshole within you, whatever it is, and love it. You realize, I'm a fucking asshole. That's what I do to people. I'm a fickle asshole. because I'm immature... Because I don't have, I don't take responsibility for my fucking life. I go shit on everybody's lives. I don't show up on time. I don't get my, I don't finish the things that I say I'm going to finish. You know? I say I'm going to do this. I don't do it. And, and, And it's okay. I love my fucking fickle asshole of me that I am. It's not their fault. It's me. And it's okay. And I hug it. And you sit with that asshole there, right there. And you love it. And you give it to God. Because at this point, it's not like, well, how am I going to fix this thing? Fuck, we don't don't know how to fix these things. They don't have a fixing. It's not about fixing anything. It's about love. When you give it to God, you love it. You accept it exactly the way it is. Yes, I'm a fucking fickle asshole. That shit on everybody's life. And I love myself you go like, wow, how is that even possible? It is. And you sit that, and at some point the tears are going to pass through. That energy in motion, emotion, and it's going to transmute the energy. And now your heart is transmuting love. It's transmuting that. And, then, you know, it's a process. So it's, you know, it might be one, 20, 20 times, you know, I don't know. But now you are on the path of love, which is the expansion that we're going to dive into on our next episode of this Jinky. We have reached the end of the episode um, and the end of the shadow, finally, of this Jinky 53, which has taken forever. And then on our next episode, we're going to dive into the gift of expansion. And this is the expansion that happens when you take responsibility for your shadow, right? And you love it. We're not here to become better people. We are not here to, 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 to change the shadow or to, you know, conquer it or become better. We're here to love ourselves exactly the way that we are. And when you love, when you allow the love of God to pass through you, then love changes you because it's just the nature of love. Not because you are bad or because you need to be good, but because when you choose love, it's a whole other universe. Literally, you're existing in another parallel universe. Um, You can find a podcast on every podcast app out there. The homepage of the podcast is journ.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv, and um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify. Just look for our planet homemaking, and you'll find it everywhere. And um, also, if you, the links are on the on journ.tv on every page, if you go click on the pioneers link in the main menu of journ.tv. Um, I'll take you to these um guests we have that have gone through their dark night of the soul. They've come the other end and now they're giving their gift to the world. Um they um we have this on on both audio and video and we're going to have more of those coming. It's coming, It's coming back. We're going to get back on track on that. Uh we have we can you can find our social media on mostly on every page but go to the support button at the bottom right corner of Jorn.tv, you'll find our social media there. We have a Truth Social, X, Twitter thing, Rumble, Clubhouse, and Telegram mostly. Um, We have the news and we have the chat and you can join our um, family there and and, you know, whatever questions you have or anything you wanna share, that's what that's for. Support, support group. And um, also we have personalized support if you need one-on-one help getting started using this tool and also for people that are stuck in the dark night of the soul that are ready to let it go because the dark night of the soul is one very simple thing. You're stuck in the dark night of the soul because you're still important. I'm so important that I need to suffer. When you realize that there are um, more useful things to be doing with your attention like opening your heart and show up in life and give whatever it is that you've experienced through your life. Because we all have something that we know. Boom, now you've made that change. Um, but it is because we are so important that we're stuck in the fucking dark night of the soul. So if you're ready to let that shit go, there's a very specific coaching program we, ha- we have for people that are ready for that Um it's very tricky. You might think, "Oh, I'm ready." And then, when it shows up, you're like, "Oh, maybe not." Anyway, we have that Pope that um, coaching there, and we have one uh, called Life Design. If you wanna uh, create your life in alignment with every aspect of your deepest sport purpose, click on that one there. Um, so all of that stuff is there, and uh, we'll come back probably next week with um, with a gift of this Jinky 53. And we're probably going to start getting faster since then. Hopefully, we'll see. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio. And this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.